You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program. This is Morning Breath. We're a drive-time devotion, sure, to jumpstart your day. And the way we're sure it'll jumpstart your day is because we read the Bible. We read a chapter of the Bible, spend some time in it. Uh, What I do at home is I just sit down with my Bible, open it up, read the chapter. In fact, I'll give you the whole picture. I actually get my iPad and listen to the chapter maybe two or three times while I'm having breakfast. And I just let it play, and sometimes I'll play it from two or three different translations because that's one of the reasons we don't have a translation rule mm-hmm. on Morning Breath. Uh, the co-hosts can always bring any translation they like because I actually learn things when I read in different translations. And so I'll listen to it for maybe two or three translations, and then I, co- I, then I go and sit down and uh, just sit down and ask God, what do you want to say to me from this chapter? What do you, what do you want to speak into my life? And it always seems that it works out that because it's a living word and a two-edged sword, that not only it speaks to my life, but it's been able to speak to others' lives. And so we then get together, I and a coast, and talk about what's in the chapter and uh, whatever stands out to us in the moment we read it. And so don't prepare exactly what we're going to say. I do have little notes in my Bible, but I have enough here to speak for two hours in my notes. So we're not going to do that. We promise you we'll be done in just a little bit. But... We're going to get into it in a moment. My co-host today is Felicia Waters. Welcome, Felicia. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you, Pastor Dan? Doing good. Thank you very much. So tell the folks how to get involved. Listen, if you want to get involved with Morning Breath, if you want to get involved with East Coast, uh, we have tons of stuff. And the way to get access to that, the best place is to go to the East Coast app. It's free. You can get it in your app store. It will give you access to literally everything that is going on at East Coast. You can also check us out on our website, eccc.us. There's information, events, sermons, uh, past Morning Breath podcasts and episodes. If you want to catch up, listen to some more, you can also follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, man, wherever people are, we want to be there uh, proclaiming the gospel of Jesus. And yep. uh, if you want to join in with us in Morning Breath and want to know what to read and when when to read it, you can call our office at 321-452-1060 and we will email or mail it to you so you can jump in and just dig into the word with us. We'd love for that to happen. We have just uh, one announcement before we get into the program today. Uh, We have family fun. Actually, we got two. I think Felicia will do one more. Family fun night, October 29th, 630 to 830. This is an event that's put on at the Parkway campus of East Coast Christian Center. It'll be in our parking lot and our grass parking lot and our asphalt parking lot around our two campuses there be a great event lots of games for the kids to play all the games will have candy as prizes for the kids they'll always get prizes they'll it's almost like little you know t-ball now where everybody gets a trophy (laughs) but we'll give candy to all the kids and it'll be a fun time for them they can dress up in a costume just ask that it not be like a very scary or grotesque costume because we have little kids there we want to make it a real family friendly event and so we'd love to have you there for that if you're a family in the area it would be really cool to see you 6 30 to 8 30 october 29th be great time yeah it's a party and you know the party continues into the weekend we Uh have services that weekend we have services every weekend but that particular weekend we're doing candy palooza at all of our locations all of our services we want to invite you if you if you had a costume for your kid for family fun night 
might just put them in the same costume again on Saturday or Sunday and come to church. They're going to have so much fun, going to dress up in fun costumes, and then they're going to go home with more candy. Yep. So um, if children, if you're listening out there, tell your parents <laughs> you want to come to church because uh, we're going to send you home with candy. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Just a great opportunity. You know, even if maybe you go to church, but you have a friend that maybe wouldn't go to church on a regular basis. I think this is a really good opportunity oh, to yeah. say, hey, your kids already have costumes. Yeah. Come with us. It's going to be fun. Yep. So. And you know, one of the number one listeners to the program are f- parents yep. in cars taking their yep. kids to school. I feel that. Because of, <laughs> of the time. I hear about that a lot yes. from folks out there. So, yep, it's... Listen to fish. Yeah. She just told you get <laughs> get your friends and come out. We'll have plenty of candy for everybody. Yeah. So we are in Second Timothy, the second letter that Paul wrote to his uh, his son Timothy, not his f- blood son, but right. his uh, son in the, in the spirit. And uh, I, this was written. Everybody that you know, all the you know sources that you can find out there was written about sixty seven A D. And Paul died in sixty. Eight so AD. near the end of his life. Could have been his last words. Mm-hmm. Could have been the last letter he wrote. And I don't think that's unusual that the last letter you'd write would be to someone you consider yeah, a son. For sure. Um, I've thought about what my last words would be. I know what mm-hmm. they are. I know what I'll say to my family. The last words I say to my family now. Um, and I know them now because I've thought about it. And I've thought about what's the most important thing I could say right. to them. And... Uh, so these are real important words, I believe, and these are fathering words uh, for someone that someone cares a lot for. Yeah. And they, they're, they're special. All the Word of God is special, but I think just understanding context sometimes helps add sure. to me value yes. to what I'm reading. So anyway, short little chapter, again, 18 verses. So I'll read the first nine and again, it breaks in mid-sentence, but that's okay. And then you can take it to 10. Are you in the NIV I today? am in the NIV today. I'm in the New King James right. as usual. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm ready if you're ready. All right. I'll say unto you, read, sir. I thought you were going to say, sir, I read. Did. <laughs> oh, that was last week. Okay. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, according to the promise of life, which is in Christ Jesus, to Timothy, a beloved son, Grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. I thank God who I serve with a pure conscience as my forefathers did, as without ceasing I remember you in my prayers night and day, greatly desiring to see you, being mindful of your tears, that I may be filled with joy. When I call to remembrance the genuine faith that is in you, which dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and I am persuaded is in you also. Therefore, I remind you to stir up the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me as prisoner, but share with me in the sufferings for the gospel, according to the power of God, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began. But it has now been revealed through the appearing of 
our Savior, Christ Jesus, who has destroyed death and has brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. And of this gospel, I was appointed a herald and an apostle and a teacher. That's why I'm suffering as I am. Yet this is no cause for shame because I know whom I have believed and am convinced that he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him until that day. What you heard from me keep as the pattern of sound teaching with faith and love in Christ Jesus. Guard the good deposit that was entrusted to you. Guard it with the help of the Holy Spirit who lives in us. You know that everyone in the province of Asia has deserted me, including Phagellus and Hermogenes. And may the Lord show mercy to the household of Onesiphorus because he often refreshed me and was not ashamed of my chains. On the contrary, on the contrary, when he was in Rome, he searched hard for me until he found me. May the Lord grant that he will find mercy from the Lord on that day. You know very well in how many ways he helped me in Ephesus. Amen. Amen. What stood out to you in the chapter? Man, what an encouraging so this is so encouraging. I love uh, kind of like you said the connection of of a spiritual dad to to uh, his son. I my favorite part might be the recognition and the remembrance of Timothy's grandmother Lois and his mother Eunice and as a mom. <laughs> just the reminder of the the impact. Yeah. Um that you can have on on people. That I mean I have two little boys and I want I want to raise them up to be men of God. And the impact that I have access to, I, you know, it. I work in ministry and I have a lot of impact in that way, but no more so than the two little boys that the Lord's entrusted <laughs> to me, sure. right? And so that, and we, you know, we talked last week a little bit about, you know, our households and making sure that we're raising our homes and our, our relationships there and making sure that we're tending to them and making sure that they are everything that the Lord's called them to be. And just this really sweet reminder in here of Paul saying, hey, Timothy, I, I'm reminded of the faith that was actually you, that you found from your grandmother and your mother. And I just, man, that was so impactful for me to just be reminded once again that you're raising world changers. Absolutely. So Timothy was that generation, which might be in this room, somebody like Nick. And then Fee represents a generation that's the mom. I actually represent the generation that's the grandfather. Mm-hmm. And what so many times we've seen in history is someone is brightly converted, and then their children follow God, but by the third generation, they start to drift away. Right. And I use this verse in my prayers for my family and for my grandchildren, that just as Eunice and Lois saw their son and grandson walk with the Lord, that's God's plan and will. Yes not what maybe some people have historically seen or experienced, but the truth is that's God's best. And so I don't pray for God's medium. Yeah. I don't pray for God's okay. I pray for his good, perfect, good and perfect will. And uh, so that verse really encourages me as somebody coming from the other end of the equation and believing God to see uh, incredible things in my grandchildren. I think last week we talked about Adeline and wanting to see what God wanted to fully do in her, as well as all my other grandchildren, you know, from my youngest, Jackson, right up to uh, Reagan, my oldest. And so it's an incredible thing to believe God for something that we've got a great standard in the Scripture on. Yeah, and this is so reflective of the heart of our house, right, that we build a life-giving church that lasts. And this is... 
this is actually the foundation of that is saying, hey, there's a space kind of like you just said with me and you and Nick here in the same room doing something together. There is actually such value in valuing all generations and the the necessary like recognition of knowing the wisdom that you carry from your years and the the season that I maybe am in to to do to be active and doing the thing that I'm called to and then looking behind us and saying, hey, you're the next generation. And so we are going to invest in you deeply because we recognize that you're going to be carrying the things that we have carried or are carrying now for your generation. That's incredibly true. And the other way that I've seen this, uh, maybe scripturally for me on a foundation for building a life-giving church at last, the other scriptural example of it is Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Most people don't know that Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob were all alive at the same time. They overlapped actually quite a few years. And uh, what you see there is maybe the wisdom and the, the financial strength of Abraham, the, uh, the strength and energy of uh, Isaac, and then the maybe creativity of, of Jacob. And, and when those all three work together, yeah. you have something incredible yes. going. And then... And then it doesn't end there. Jacob then respects, yeah. you know, Abraham, and that just keeps going around and around, builds something powerful and life-giving. Whereas if we miss one of those generations, we're missing quite a bit yeah. of something. Yeah, and you're not learning something. Yeah, there. or you you're you know you you're not empowered, or you don't yeah. have the strength that a that a man or a woman has in their you know thirty-five to fifty-five range. That you know. That's when you're gonna you're gonna get some incredible yeah, things done in your learning, life. Yeah, and, and it yeah. makes me think of. Um, so my parents just moved down to the area. They've lived far away. Can the I ask time. how old your parents are? My parents are in their. Let's see. My dad's in his early seventies. My mom is in her late fifties, early sixties. So they're about ten years Ooh, apart. Married yeah. young. Yeah. Huh? Yes, I, like did. I like it. Uh, <laughs> so. my, my dad was uh, <laughs> was uh, thirteen years older than my mom. Uh-huh. So, fits, so I fits love. Perfect. My children have never lived around their grandparents before. Mm. We've never had this dynamic before. Mm. And I am so, so my dad is my theological sounding board when I come across scripture that I'm not really sure what to do with or I want to dig through. I've always called him. We, We have so many phone conversations and now he lives here. And I'm so excited to get to have those conversations in a space where my children can listen and join mm, in and wow. see like I have so much respect for my dad and his willingness to dig into the scriptures with me to never act like he knows everything and he he went to Bible school actually like he, he knows a lot about the scriptures he loves the scriptures but he's always been willing to learn with me which has been so Very impactful cool. to me as an adult that he's been so willing to say you know what I don't know the answer to this let's dig into it together let's figure this out let's hear what the Lord's saying and I'm so looking forward to my children getting to be physically present for some of those for us to be able to sit on the couch and talk and for my children to learn that it's good to honor the the generation before us i want to see their them understand the respect i have for my dad Um, and just and and honestly the amount of things that i understand about the lord because of my children and the way that they (laughs) say things it's it's incredible i just the other day my uh, oldest I gave him grace for something. They have a good. He, he likes to say, "Mom, I think I need grace this time" because he he gets it. But I so I gave him I gave him grace the other day, and he looked at me and he said, um, "Mom, I, I don't I don't think I want to take it." And I said, "Why, buddy?" And he said, "Because I don't deserve it." Oh. And I thought, 
Oh my man, what 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 a beautiful That was me way. yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but for him to, you know, put oh, words on something like oh that and how gosh. many people are so um uh, maybe unable to say yes to the thing that the Lord's given them because they know they don't deserve it. Mm. And I said, oh, buddy, that's the thing about grace. Nobody deserves it. Mm. You will never deserve the wow. grace that you are being given, but that is the Beautiful. beauty of the grace. But Beautiful. but I just love the, that dynamic of everybody being together and the things that I get to learn from my son and my son getting to watch me learn from my dad. And it's it's beautiful. Well, I, 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 I'm so pleased for your kids because I grew up without grandparents. Yeah. My, mom and di- my mom was from England. My dad, uh, his father died when he was eight years old. And I did meet his mom once, and she was a wicked old woman, and <laughs> she really oh. was mean. And it was like, oh, I don't think I need a grand- right. grandparent. <laughs> I'll pass. But, you know, but then fast forward to my mom at the, in the last few years of her life. She, you know, was ready to go be with Jesus. She was uh, in a wheelchair. She had a lot of pain and issues like that. And she asked me one day, why am I still here? And I said, well, you know, probably because God's not finished with you yet. And uh, at that moment, Daniel walked in, our youngest, and he was about, I don't know, four or five years old. And I said, maybe it's for him. Hmm. And, uh, you know, just seeing that moment of her eyes light up to remember she had purpose. Yes. And there were reasons. I said, there's nobody that's going to love him like his grandmother loves him. Yes. And was the only grandparent left at yeah. that point. And so um, I didn't want to see my kids grow up without that. Yeah. And so our last did get the opportunity until he was about uh, 10 years old. And so, you know, that part of our lives can be a wonderful blessing. But because we live in a fallen world, yeah. it doesn't always work out that way. But that's we go back to God's original plan. That's God's original plan that families would pass from generation to generation, their love and and for Jesus. And I I had the picture when I first got saved. Uh, so 1980. What is that? 40, 42 years ago. 40, 41 years ago. That um, my kids could stand on my shoulders. Not like I was their great foundation or support, but that I would help them start further ahead than I yes, started. Yes. And by the grace of God, I've been able to see that come to fruition. And uh, there's probably nothing more fulfilling or life-giving than that as a dad. So I imagine uh, Lois and Eunice were pretty, yeah. pretty excited about what God was doing with Timothy. But on the other hand... Timothy was in a he was in a he was in a fire uh, a snake pit. Oh, I don't know what you'd want to say. He was in a tough situation, <laughs> maybe pastoring a church of a hundred thousand people. Yeah, uh, most people don't understand what uh, dynamic he was in, and uh, I imagine their prayer life was pretty exercised yes. for Timothy because and Paul was was really encouraging him, him too because it was a it was a tough time. One of the things that I just want to kind of bring clarity to that, that that stood out to me today was it says in uh, verse 8, therefore do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me as prisoner, but share with me in the sufferings for the gospel according to the power of God. And it actually calls us to suffer for the sake of the gospel. Verse 12, for this reason, I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I'm not ashamed. And he goes on to say, I know who I believe and I'm fully persuaded. 
But a lot of people take that word suffer and they translate it to the wrong thing. Paul was suffering imprisonment. He was suffering cold. He was suffering being stuck in the ocean for, or the deep, he called it. I'm not sure whether it was the ocean or the Sea of Galilee or a big lake or what it was. Uh, Gennesaret, where he was at at that moment, but he spent two nights in the, you know, that's 48 hours, people, at least 36 to do two nights. Yeah, treading water's no fun. I (laughs) hope he had a log he was hanging on to. (laughs) But he's not talking about, you know, cancer or, you know, macular degeneration or Alzheimer's or a lot of the things we look at in suffering. And for me, just to help you see this, men and women are willing to suffer, think about it this way, for a mountain peak mm-hmm. to climb it. Mm-hmm. And if you don't think they're suffering to get to the top of Everest, talk to the 14 people that died there this year alone right. trying to climb it. Or to shoot two ducks on you know Tuesday morning, getting up at 3 o'clock in the morning, putting out your decoys, and, you know, standing and having to break the ice to, to stand in the pond or a triathlon. Or making money. Yeah. People suffer for a lot of things. If we are going to suffer for something, man, I think suffering for the gospel, not in the sense of, oh, God broke my arm and now I'm suffering for him. That's not what this is saying at all or what Paul's saying at all here. He's saying what price we have to pay to make sure we're willing to get the gospel out. Um Never lose your family over money. And as we said last week, never lose your family over church either. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that he's also, I, it's beautiful. This is the end of Paul's life or toward the end of his life. And he's, I think he's really saying, and it was worth it. Oh, uh, yeah. Right. Like, yeah. I think that's why yeah. he's pointing that out and saying yeah. I, he's still suffering for the sake of the gospel. And I think that he's taken kind of evaluating his life and saying, this is the thing that I've committed my life to. And it's, and I still trust the Lord, right? Like he says, I'm convinced that he's able to guard what I've entrusted to him, to him until that day. That he's like, I, exactly I still, I, I I'm, yeah. I'm suffering to the end, right? I'm, I'm saying yes to this hard thing because there is something bigger to be, to be living for. Uh, I totally agree, and I love the way it says in the in the old King or the New King James. It says, "And I am persuaded that He is able to keep yeah. what I've committed to Him unto that day." And He's He's not just saying, you know. God will keep me from falling. He's saying, look, all the price I've paid has been worth yeah. it. And I know that, you know, there are going to be rewards in yeah. heaven. There's uh, eternal glory attached yeah, there, to these things. There is. And he's saying, look, I'm, a, I'm sure that every price I've paid, he's able to hold yeah, that. He's confident in yeah. that. And, and I love that. Yeah, it's a beautiful picture. That's the assurance of, that. of hope that we carry, right? That that the things that we're having to walk through right now, um, it's not the end. Yeah, and, and it's worth it. And it's worth the price you pay to, you know, uh, whatever it is, whatever avenue you're in, to raise your children in the, in the, in the ways of the Lord, to, you know, teach a Sunday school class, yeah. to help kids uh, on any level. I got to take a break. I'll be back in a minute. You are listening to the Morning Breath podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, 
Coco and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too big or too small. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Find them online at ineedafence.com. The New Thing Youth Church is a generation of students destined to change the world through God's power and love. If you're between 7th and 12th grade, join us every week for fun, relationships, and the Word of God. The New Thing Youth Church meets at the Parkway Worship Center every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. and Sunday night at Vieira High School at 6 p.m. Check out our TNT Youth Church app for more details. For over 30 years, Cabron Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabron Air will take care of it. Their phone number is 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or find them online at cabron.com. Customer satisfaction is their top priority. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. At East Coast Christian Academy, our mission is to create a space where children will thrive, and we believe they grow best in a safe, clean, Christ-centered environment. We're passionate about showing the love of Jesus to children in our community and helping them become everything God has called them to be. At East Coast Christian Academy, we are all about family. We work hard to foster a culture and environment of positive attitudes and teamwork. And we provide flexible schedule options for team members who have their own busy family lives. Do you have experience in early childhood educational environments in the heart for the next generation? If so, we have room on the team for you. Find out more about joining our academy team online at eccc.us slash academy or call us at 321 453 Kids. That's 321-453-5437. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. So so there's a reminder in here. Fee, would you read it from the NIV and and see where we're at on that uh, verse 6 I verse believe it six. is it says for this reason I remind you to fan into the flame uh-huh. the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands one of the things that I just want to encourage you with before we go home today or before you get busy with the rest of your day is the scripture I love the NIV fan unto flame mine says stir up the gift um, here's the truth you already have 
everything you need. That doesn't mean you don't need to study or, you know, the gift is different than exercising, you know, good habits or, you know, being more disciplined or any of those things. You can desire to be a pastor, but not have the gift and it'll never happen. Even if you do everything under the sun, because it's a call. This, in, in this case, he's saying to Timothy, it's been, it's in there. And that's the same for all of us. All of us have a call and you have been deposited. It's been deposited in you everything you need to fulfill that call, which includes the discipline or whatever else you need to do. But what he says here is all the ingredients are there. Make sure you shake it up, stir yeah. it up. Uh, let, let me fan unto flame what's going on inside. And really, it's just a reminder to a guy like Timothy that, you know, it's in there. Don't start second guessing yeah. what God's put in there because he's faithful to finish what he starts. Good. Just go ahead. Stir it up out there. God <laughs> bless you guys. Have a great week. See you. Fee. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath Podcast.